a year and a half ago, I was in my bedroom. I was in my, I was like, you know, broke or decently well off for my age. Right. But still, you know, nothing in my name, no credibility at all. Right. And I really credit the stuff I've learned here as, is as far as like, not only just being able to deliver on the results. Right. But I have confidence when I, you know, like I'm not scared to take over a brand. Like if I, you know, a brand approaches me, I remember I would, I would be like quivering. Like I, I was terrified. What were things like when you got started in this and, and like how was sort of your experience in getting started in digital marketing? And then just kind of like tell me the story of what brought you to being aware of what we were doing and how you kind of what that was like and how you found what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, first thing, you know, I'd say for context is I'm actually a 20 years old. All right. So I got into this space pretty young back in when I was 15. So I was sophomore, junior in high school, right? I got into this probably how a lot of people did, at least a lot of young people, at least that I know of, right? Is, you know, we're selling shitty China products on Shopify, we're dropshipping stuff, right? Back then, you know, you looked online, you saw everyone, the Rolexes, Lamborghinis, et cetera, right? My friend at school started it. I'm like, fuck, dude, like why I'm letting him him do this. He, he got like two or three sales and we and we were sitting at our lunch table freaking out, right? So, you know, from when I was 15 to 18, that's all I was doing was just dropshipping. I was obsessed with it. I made over 80 Shopify stores. Like if I log into my, you know, Shopify email, I'm scrolling down through, there's just a ridiculous amount, right? Only a tiny fraction of those ever made a profit, right? But, you know, I did, I, I sold a couple hundred K when I was in my junior year of high school, right? So at that point, you know, I knew that, you know, digital marketing was what I wanted to do because, you know, my beliefs kind of got broke because, you know, I just, I just did this you know, off my laptop, right? And ultimately how I was driving everything was purely through Facebook ads. So, you know, I first started out probably like a lot of people do go on YouTube, how to run Facebook ads. Ads. And, you know, you get hit with the dropshipping gurus of, okay, ADO, 10 different interest groups with three different ads. That was like the go-to strategy, right? And so really for my first, you know, three years, I was really just relying on, okay, I saw a new YouTube video and like this guy just made a shit ton of money. So I'm just going to copy what he does. Right. And really, I didn't know who to actually listen to because, you know, at that point, I, I still wasn't even really involved in kind of the, the D2C space, right? Like not just you, but a lot of these different D2C creators, these big brands. I don't even know if that was really around back then, right? But all the info I was getting was just through these dropshipping gurus selling courses, right? So, you know, I would hop from strategy to strategy on my, my biggest store, one day I was just like, screw it. I was completely flipped strategies, everything tanked. I really didn't fully understand and grasp what I was doing. Um, you know, when I when I turned 18, I got a really good job offer with two pretty well-known founders over in Australia, Dave Euphority and Greta Van Reel. So that's kind of how I entered the kind of brand space, right? And, and it wasn't just kind of, you know, trying to find winning products off these like product finding softwares and things, right? So at that point, I was like, okay, I need to have, I need to approach this with a brand building business mentality and not a kind of side hustle, get rich quick mentality, right? So 
at that point, and, and, you know, at this point too, previously it was just me. Right. And I didn't have anyone I had to report to. I didn't really have to show any results to anyone myself besides myself. Right. But at that point, I really knew I had to start getting serious about, you know, there's a lot that I don't know. And, you know, that's really when I first set out on trying to find truly what is the best way I can execute this. Right. And, and, you know, I, I, I don't just do, you know, media buying. I'm also involved in creative and landing pages and things like that. Right. But ultimately um, I think a lot of this first originally comes down to what, what are you doing media buying wise? Right. Because everything really builds on top of that. Um, I would say, you know, the creative and offer and landing page, like those are like the big variables, but if you don't have a, if, if you're just running a throwing budget around no structure to it, I, I don't believe even the best ads that those are going to work at least at scale. Right. So I, I set off, um, really trying to find, you know, who can I trust who is credible, who's giving out really good info. Right. Um, and, and I was a little bit older, so I was a little bit more mature and was able to kind of see through a lot of the horseshit and everything. Right. And then ultimately I stumbled off uh, on your YouTube channel. Right. And, and I'm not sure what the exact number was, but, um, I remember you having like very, very little subscribers. Right. And I, it's so funny. I've always found like the people with the smallest amounts of subscribers always give out the best info. Like everyone, everyone with like hundreds of K are just spewing the generic bullshit. Like use this hook, use, you know, all, all these different strategies. Right. But I really, I would just, I'd go to the gym or I'd go on a run and I would just listen to your like definitive guide series. Right. Like oh, yeah. I think I listened to every single one of your videos at least four or five times because every single time I listened to it, I like picked up something. I'm like, that makes so much sense. Why am I doing it this way? Right. And, and ultimately I started implementing what you were actually saying. And, and, you know, before I really found you, what I was doing is like probably what a lot of people did at that time. Right. I was, te- I had a, you know, interest group testing campaign. I had a LOA campaign. I had retargeting. I had, I was trying to test all these different audiences, trying to scale with ABO, trying to do all these hacky things, right? And then ultimately, the first thing that really made me uh, trust you the most, and, you know, I was completely sold after this was just broad, right? And, you know, a lot of people have accepted that now, especially with like Advantage Plus and all these things rolling out. But, you know, even a year, year and a half ago, this was roughly like a year and a half ago, that was still at least in like the circles I was in, that was still a pretty controversial thing to just say, just run broad, right? And I, mean, I think, literally, unfortunately, it's still sorry, controversial, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I frankly don't understand why, because like the results speak for themselves. Like quite frankly, what I did is I had about five or six different campaigns with you know a bunch of different audiences. I made one campaign, one ad set, no targeting, completely open, threw in my best ads in there. And my, and like the revenue spike that we got was absurd. Like Facebook performance literally doubled in like the first week I did it. And I was like, holy shit, this Charlie guy knows what he's doing. Um, and, and from there, you know, that's really what sold me originally was just broad. Right. And cause we get in a lot more complex things. Right. But originally that was what really drew me into. Right. And ultimately, you know, I was with the, the kind of founders I was working with. Ultimately I was, I was running two ad accounts. Ultimately I got brought on to five uh, before I left them um, kind of one by one as I was taking over. I just trained. I literally just 
one campaign, one ad set, threw the best ads in it and like spiked everything. Yeah, um, it's, it's and funny it like, how easy that is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was like ridiculous because I'm like, and, and at this point too, I didn't really, I didn't really have the confidence that I knew what I was doing. Right. Because I was still kind of, I was 18, you know, I watched this video off of YouTube and, you know, I think I, I'm, I'm giving you my faith off this YouTube video. Right. So ultimately every account I came on to had a different media buyer on it. And I'm like, I'm looking through these different strategies and things they're doing. And I'm like, there's no way that just throwing this up in one ad set is, is, is better than this. Right. And every single time it paid off. I remember one brand actually, um, it was this, this baby brand. They actually were, were shutting it down because it wasn't getting the traction that they were, were looking for out of it. Right. And before they brought me on, they had actually like sold a huge amount of units to some like liquidator or something like that. And then we were trying to just move out kind of the last bit of stock to liquidate liquidate everything, right? I come on the account and this is the biggest spike that that we saw. The other ones weren't as as aggressive, right? But I came on the account and transitioned it to one campaign, one control ad set, one DCT. And literally like the gross revenue, not not Facebook revenue, but like gross on the store went from like um like five hundred a day to like four or five thousand in a matter of like two weeks. I've never seen something scale that ludicrously like in like granted like you know, it was still a tiny amount of scale right but and 10x on a daily basis eight, yeah yeah eight to ten x is pretty good like like that's yeah it's not like hey look there's plenty of people it, out there that would love to get the two thousand a day and the fact you went from five hundred to five thousand in like two weeks that's great yeah. it would yeah i know it was probably the most like absurd like i just remember coming on and just seeing the results come in on every day they were getting better like every day it just kept climbing 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 uh and we literally had to like we our manufacturer stopped producing that product and we had just given away like like tons of stock right so i cleared out stock in like two weeks and caused a huge spike and we couldn't even reorder inventory right so that was probably like the biggest waste of potential. Um, you know, I had to sit through because we couldn't get more units. We just sold out of everything. And like, ultimately they, they were running like a number of different brands. So kind of they, and that one was super, super small. So they were kind of just like, Oh, well, it was good, but just cut it. Right. Yeah. Um, but I mean, so that's really initially what, uh, you know, from that point, I'm like, okay, this, this guy clearly knows what he's doing. And, you know, just based on your like credentials too, like, like you probably spent more money than, nearly anyone in the D2C space has on Facebook, right? I mean, I, um, I, when I'm in a room, I talk to folks, I, it, it seems that way, you know, uh, I haven't met everybody, but that's, that's what it uh -huh. seems like. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, I, I, at that point, I still wasn't in the, in the MBA program. Right. But I knew, I, I mean, like, that was just the free stuff, which is, I like, I, I want to yeah. say that, like, I feel like, I mean, now the YouTube channel is really polished and it's beautiful. And I got Eamon mm -hmm. and Miguel and, and, and like, they're crushing. And, but like those definitive guide videos, like I remember I would hit record, yell at the camera for 30 minutes and then stop. And like, I had a timer that was 10 seconds. It was 10 minute segments. So it was three of them. Boom, boom, boom. And like, <laughs> that was it. I like, 
And I get so many comments, people like, why is this guy yelling at me? And then I got like other folks like you and oh. other people we've had do these interviews like Cheyenne and like Andy and Jared and Kelvin, they're all like, that was gold. I just, I just binged that. Um, and I got another yeah. guy that we did a video with out of Australia. He was a Uber driver and he's put it on in between all of his rides. And like mm -hmm. just the free stuff alone got them to that like six, seven figures. And like after that it was like, okay, well, what else? Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, like literally I would probably watch, you know, two or three of your like definitive God videos a day for, for a number of months. Right. Like I, and I'd rewatch them because like, I wouldn't fully understand everything. And like, and you know, when I, when I was doing this all with the free stuff too, like when I was initially rolling stuff out, I botched it. Like I, like I botched the DCT strategy, all like all this different stuff. Right. But ultimately it's really crazy. The amount of value that are, that are, you know, in those videos, because so many people make content and it's like, you know, this, these are my 10 best hooks. These are, this is how I source CGC. This is how I, this is my Facebook ad strategy. And it's like a screenshot of like, you know, a flow chart or something like that. Right. But I don't think anyone else, this entire space talks about how Facebook works on like a fundamental level as much as you do. Like ultimately I would, I would, you know, watch a broad video, like a definitive guide of broad, or I don't know if that was the title, but something regarding those lines, right? And you would go through thoroughly on saying, look, this is not just like anecdotal experience as far as, you know, I made a bunch of money and this is what I do, right? Because that's what a lot of people really push out. And like, I understand like that makes intuitive sense. Um, and like, I still think there's value in that, right? Like, you know, replicating what others are doing to be successful. But you like talk about fundamentally like how does the algorithm work with estimated action rate and CPMs and frequency. And it's like, once you, by you conveying that, and then, you know, once I have the understanding of, okay, how is this machine actually functioning? It gives you so much more confidence when you're actually, you know, in the weeds executing things, because I know that I'm using the machine, how it's supposed to be used. Uh, and, you know, that's, it shows and it, it's validated with the results I get back. Right. But very often now I'm never in a situation where I don't know what to do because really I just think, okay, how is the machine working? How am I interpreting the data it's giving me? And then correlating the two, I can kind of diagnose the issue or diagnose where's the opportunity in this to go further. Right. And, and that's really what you get into um, even deeper, you know, in the MBA program, right? Like you got, you, you start talking about golden bear and, you know, I, I, you talk about four VI analysis, like just free on your YouTube channel, right? Right? But it's like you gain such an understanding of how the algorithm works, unlike literally anyone I've ever spoke to. Right. And I think that just comes from your experience of, you know, running budgets for such, you know, large brands and everything is you're, you're in the weeds and you're not like an agency owner managing everything. Right. Yeah. Because I like, ultimately that's like, you know, an agency owner, I like, I wouldn't expect one to be a world-class media buyer. Right. It's like yeah, the skills like, you need for that are job. managing people. Yeah. So, and I think there's, you know, a fundamental issue and, and even brand owners, right. I think there's a fundamental issue because ultimately if a brand owner or an agency owner is so hyper-specified in like Facebook media buying, right. It's like there's deficiencies elsewhere. So those people at the pinnacle in those positions, just by nature of them having to be more generalized and have their skill set in these other areas, I, I just don't think are going to be able to deliver the same level of expertise that you can in terms of being in the weeds every single day, media buying, right? 
up. And I think there's tremendous value in that. But, you know, ultimately what I would say, the really the value of the MBA program is specifically, right? Because you, you do get a lot of value for free, just like, like you post on YouTube, right? And, I, and I'd argue that, you know, you could probably get 80, 90% of the way there just with like the free content you got, give out. But, you know, I found to be probably the most valuable resource that like I frankly ever have is really what you talk about in the lectures in like that you post in the Facebook groups, right? Because once you really what you preach, right, is simplifying the machine, using the machine, how it's supposed to be used, right? And then at that point, how you actually grow the business and actually impact change is, is working on business development, right? So you talk about LTV, you talk about PSM, you talk about these like very sophisticated, like professional strategies that there it's not some cost cap or interest group like uh, you know this is going to raise your ROAS by by 50%, yeah right like like and, i had a conversation with some folks today and like we were on our second one-on-one you know because when you join the mba you have the option of getting some one-on-ones if you want it and all of that stuff and i think everybody loves those times i mean i do and like we realized we're two hours in to like one-on-one time and we spend about eight minutes on what buttons to push in the platform and we started like, mm-hmm. there's this woman, Ella, and she laughed and she's like, so none of this matters. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, the audience, I'm like, no, the cost caps, that's not going to fix this problem. Like, no, that has, she's like, yeah, it's going to get in the way. Like, it's, I love seeing the light bulb moment go off where like, we literally spent oh, almost two hours talking about business model, funnel development, the stabilization of the front end of the business. And like that has five, 10 X what they're doing in five, six weeks, which Mm -hmm. I mean, Hey, look, you got it in two weeks. It took them six, like whatever, like, like that's, it's, it's awesome to see. And I love that because I, I still feel like so many people are so heavily focused on all of the surface level shit that legitimately gets in the way of actually being successful. And it's so funny you say that like every every new person that comes in they have that aha moment when they're like wait audiences don't matter cost caps that's a problem creative testing a shit ton of things like oh no 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 that's that's actually get that's that's getting in the way of being successful like running all of these offices, all of these things that everybody tells you're supposed to do, all of them get in the way of actually building a successful business. They just make the ad account. I think people are taught to look busy and to provide value. Yeah. And and like what you did with Fogarty and like the five brands, all you did was like, well, this strategy works and this crazy person on the internet, I'm just going to take the best ads, put them in abroad and let it go. And look at that, it beat everything. And now I'm running five brands and it takes you like zero time. I keep telling yeah. people, like, if you're spending more than an hour a week on your ad account, you're doing more harm than good, almost assuredly. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of conflict there. I know you, in, like, a lot of circles and, like, the DC space stuff, it's, like, you're quite, like, abrasive and things. They're, like, on Twitter, right? They're, like, yeah, they're, I mean, I'm trying to be nice. You get sometimes, in- like, maybe nice attacks people's core values. And I, I get that. Yeah. And I mean, like, ultimately, there, there probably is, you know, multiple ways you can run Facebook and can be successful, right? And, you know, I think a lot of that comes from just, you know, this, these are people who've done this for so long, right? And it's like, there's so many conflicting points of view, right? But like, ultimately, I think, you know, I've tried, you know, a number of things, like, I, I'm always a big believer in, you know, not just, you know, following what any specific person teaches, or even what I believe yeah. to be the best thing. I'm, I'm always a 
believer in, okay, I will, I need to validate it for myself. Right. And I need to see for myself as proof as, you know, even just like a learning process, right. That I can prove to myself and, and show that, you know, this is the optimal way to run it. Right. And, you know, ultimately th- this is what I've, I've landed on like the exact, you know, methodology that you teach. Right. And, you know, in certain circumstances, you know, I think, you know, some things could be leaned into in, in some cases, but there's obviously outlying reasons like that. Right. Sure. But ultimately the specifically like the Facebook process of it's very kind of cut and dry that this is the most optimal way to run it in my opinion. Right. And it's quite, it's bizarre because, you know, I think a lot of people who don't know you too, they're like, well, it can't just be as simple as just one campaign, one broad ad set. Right. And like, obviously there is more complexity, like, sure. with like control campaigns and golden bear and things. Right. But ultimately that's the base of that account. And like, like really, I think those people just need to try it. And I think like ultimately in my experience from every account that I've transitioned, the results have, have spoke for themselves. Right. And when you simplify the machine like that, like kind of back to what I was saying about talking about these like more complex topics, like incrementality and, and PSM and how, like how to grow LTV and like Facebook's impact on email and Google. It's like, once you're out of the weeds of like, is a 1% purchase look like, or a 3% add to cart look like in a performance, like once you're out of that, the scope of what you can do is so much greater. Right. And like, ultimately what I've kind of done is, you know, I, at first I was kind of going down like an agency route and things like that, but I ultimately decided it's like, I really have a path for doing the work itself. Right. So Right now I'm kind of working as a fractional head of growth for a couple of different and being able to like, I know that, okay, this is how we're media buying on Facebook, right? This is the most optimal way to do it. And it's very, very simple, right? So now that I have that foundation, I can build on top of that with so many more of these these complexities that we talk about. Like, look, quite frankly, before I joined the, the MBA program, I had, you know, no idea about even like the concept of incrementality or like that, you know, the, the numbers Facebook was showing me weren't accurate. Like it didn't even, it wasn't even something I thought about, right? I didn't even know I was doing it wrong because like my, you know, the, the three and a half years I was running Facebook prior to that, it was just a given, right? It was just a given. I look at Facebook, this is what the results are. And, you know, really, I think the value of what you can do on a business and like, frankly, like reflective in, you know, how I work now is you're so much value, more valuable being able to have impact in those higher leverage areas and actually be being able to have insight. Right. And what I think the program has done for me specifically is like, it's taught me things that frankly, I probably should have no business knowing with the amount of experience and like the the age I have. Right. Because like, like for incrementality, I wouldn't even have thought of that. Right. Like it wasn't even something that was on my radar. And there's a million different things like that in a program that, that you jump into. Right. And it's like every different lecture I watch, like I'm usually not on the live, but I usually watch them all in the, in the group afterwards. Right. And every single time, like quite frankly, literally every lecture teaches me something that I could use. Right. And it's like, you're pumping these out on a weekly basis. And like, ultimately, you know, I, with one of the brands I'm working with now, I want to be respectful and not like, I I don't want to give away like their numbers and stuff like that. But like, like these are like, you know, I work pretty closely with like, like our CFO has exited like nine figure companies before. Like worked with like some crazy huge brands and things like he's been doing this for 
you know, decades. And it's like, I'm able to like actually have insight as far as, okay, what are we doing like with our ad dollars, right? Where should these ad dollars go? And like, I'm actually trusted to, you know, do that for like quite a large brand. Honestly, without this program, like I should have, if without this program, I probably would, you know, would have better have been like a media buyer at some agency or something running, running a couple of accounts like testing different lookalikes and things. Right. And like, ultimately that's where, you know, I found the most value because, you know, I don't just do Facebook, right? Like, like ultimately in Facebook, I, I do creative and I do landing page and things like that. Right. But I also run Google and I run Pinterest and really I, like, I had no idea how to run Google like a, like a year ago. I really just started dabbling with Google a year ago. I'd never ran it before that. Right. And ultimately there's some nuance as far as like, how do you run the platform? And like, the, like with Google too, there is more complexity and it's not as, simple or like, you know, kind of replicatable across every account as it is with Facebook. Right. But in the MBA program, we talk about things like PSM and incrementality and how these different channels are working together that, you know, when I came on to Google, it wasn't like I was starting from scratch. It's like, okay, Pmax is less incremental than like shopping is, right? Sure. It's like, okay, brand isn't incremental. Like brand is fluffing Google with ROAS, right? And it's like coming on us, you really just have to learn kind of the nuances of the platform because you already have the high level skills built, right? Yeah, uh, like you're um, learning yeah. it in the scope of Facebook, but like you said, you're being like a fractional CMO at this point at 20. And like a few years ago, you were drop shipping at lunch at school. And like now every media platform makes it. Like you can take over mm -hmm. television. You'd be like, oh, this works or this doesn't. You would know. Yeah. Because yeah. like, it's yeah. all the same, which is mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah. It's like, like I had never ran Pinterest in my life before a couple months ago. And it's just like, I just hop, I, I, I hop on it. Right. And there's obviously nuances to, you know, how, how does this differ from Facebook? But I understand the big picture so well that I can just easily pick, like I, I can easily within a couple of days, like pick up the nuances from like kind of other resources, apply them to the very advanced, like high level learnings that I, that I learned in the program. Right. And from that, I, I really have a solid understanding of how to run these different things. And and really, I think kind of someone like a brand owner, someone who has their hands in all of these different channels and is really impacting the business specifically, right? And really cares about like the business growth and not like an agency, like not like a Facebook media buying agency, right? Like someone who's really trying to grow the business. I think that is the kind of persona that would find the most value because like ultimately you do learn, okay, how do I set up my ad account? How do I test creatives? How, how do I do all these things? Right. But I think what is much more important is how that leads up into actually running and operating the business. And like if ecosystem raws and scrum doc, you know, I built out scrum docs for like email, SMS, Google, pinch, like I, oh. I have monstrous Excel sheets. Right. And, like, yeah. I didn't know how to make a pivot table, man. Like, I, I had to use your, like, tutorial on how to make a pivot table. Yeah. Um, and and now, now I'm able to use pivot tables all the time. It's awesome. Sure. But, but it's honestly, like, I worked with a bunch of shitty kind of coaching agencies. And, like, I bought a shit ton of courses. I do a lot of consulting, right? And, like, bar none, 
that initial investment I made, which was probably which was half of my net worth at the time, like I was, I did not have a lot, right? Was honestly the greatest return on investment I've ever gotten in my life, bar bar none. And I really don't believe like I would have gotten to the position where I'm at now if I wouldn't have have joined that. And I remember like on our initial call, I remember I didn't I didn't move forward because I wanted to, to scrape together a bit more money, so I, I wasn't like I'm was still living out of my parents' house. Like I was I was watching the MBA program from like my childhood bedroom and everything. Right. Um, yeah, but but like ultimately, that was really like the springboard as far as like it taught me the things that I didn't know I needed to learn. Right, and you know, you hit on so many different things, but really I'm like, okay, like I understand PSM now. And like, how do I make an offer that has a high PSM? And then I go down this whole rabbit hole, and then I acquire like a whole new skill set. Right, and. Like really when I talk to like, at least the feedback I've gotten when I talk to kind of like clients that come to me, uh, like on a sales call or something like that, like I just talk to them about like how Facebook actually works and like ultimately what should you actually be focusing on? Cause like nine, like or at least from what I've been told, right. Nearly everyone who who's came to me before, like their agency is just like, like, you know, throwing up advantage plus just like, they're, the agency is telling them, oh, we're, we're validating a bunch of different audiences and then we're going to hit scale. And like, they get all this bullshit over and over again. And like, frankly, it's probably because like that person believes that. Um, and, yeah. and that person really like thinks that's what they're doing. That, that's what to do best. Right. But I, I really come on and like a lot of times no one has even said the things I say to these people before. Right. Yeah. Like these brands like like, no one has even addressed this topic. Like I actually, I, I frankly, I actually like parted ways with a client just because because they couldn't understand the 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 concept of like incrementality and they were like basing everything off of you know blended and like CAC and CBA and things like that, right? And it's like ultimately, like I have extreme amounts of confidence now. And when I come on to a brand, I have really an action plan as far as what do I actually need to do to help this business, right? And before that, honestly, I, it was frankly like, you know, I kind of knew, I, I kind of thought I knew how to run Facebook. And I'm like, yeah, I remember when I first came on with Greta um, and Davey, I audited one of their uh, accounts. And I remember uh, just like being like, oh, you're not retarding like 25% video viewers and all these things. Like, I, I'm like, you know, we can squeeze out little wins here and there, right? And like, ultimately all of that is redundant and useless. And now it's like, when I come on, I'm like, what's your LTV? And they're like, well, we don't know what our LTV is. And, uh, uh, you know, and, and, and like things like that. And like, okay, what, what is your media mix? Like how, what is your target on Facebook? What's your target on Google? Usually you're using any attribution software to help kind of validate what you're seeing, right? Like I'm, I'm addressing so much more topics that actually matter. And I think that is something that's really lacking in kind of the content space as far as like what people are doing, like putting out on Twitter, putting out on Instagram and things. And because, you know, it, it's, it's constantly, you know, there are good, like other, you know, good creators out there. Right. But uh, like, in my opinion, they're few and far between everyone who's good is like very small. Uh, in my opinion, like I found like a very good Google, you know, creators and, and like, there's, there's a lot of people out there. Right. But, you know, trust me, I've looked for something similar to the NBA program for like Google ads, or like I've looked everywhere for these 
like very, very powerful, powerful, like courses and programs that I can enroll myself into. I'm a big believer in like reinvesting in myself and reinvesting knowledge, things like that. Best right? investment you can make is in yourself. ROS, yeah. like nothing else ever can. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, and at least what I found is there's just simply like nothing out there. That's nearly the equivalent of what we talk about. Right. Because ultimately like, it's like you're sitting in a boardroom with a, you know, like a nine figure brand. Right. And it's like, that's what's, that's the topic of discussion. And like, I, I never would have been able to do that. Like I, I never would have been able to be in those rooms. I it probably would have taken me 10 years to kind of get to the like sophistication I'm at now. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And it's so obvious too. It's, it's like, you're, I remember the first time I was going through the program, it was like, why have I been doing it? This other, like, this makes so much sense. This is so simple. It makes so much sense. Why have I been not, why have I not came to this conclusion myself or, or like you'll clarify something in like a, a, a call in the, in the Facebook group. Right. And I'm just like, why have I not even thought of that? Like, it, it's like, I remember I wasn't, I remember I used to not even like think about LTV or think about gross margin. And like, it's really like remarkable. And I think too, like I'm, I'm very active in the Facebook group um, just because like, like really I don't have like, really, I don't think there's people that kind of understand these topics anywhere else. Like, yeah. like there's obviously a lot of knowledgeable people on Twitter and things like that. Right. But like, I'm able to post a question in either you or someone in the program, because there's tons of people who are very, very successful in the, in the program. Right. And it's like, if something does go haywire, cause like ultimately stuff will like yeah. mess up, stuff happens. Right. Absolutely. And I'm like, and I'm like, what is happening here? Like, like, I don't know what to do. Right. In the rare instances where it's like, I like I'm following like the theory, right. But the results aren't there. Like what is happening? Right. Like I'm able to post about it and get like specific feedback on like my specific situation. And like, that is really, really powerful. I wish to God that there was something like that for like Google or for like creatives and they're just not right. And I think that, you know, that's the kind of community that's in it is really, really, really remarkable. Like I had Zach who, who's in the program now, he's like a colleague of mine. He asked if I, if, if he saw like a thing I posted on Twitter and was like, should, should he join? Uh, I like pushed him a hundred percent. Like it's de definitely the greatest like return I've gotten. Right. So I haven't talked to him about, so I'm, but I'm sure he's, he's found this extremely valuable. Right. But like, ultimately, you know, what I'm doing right now is I'm working fractionally as like head of growth, like managing the channels, managing acquisition, right? But ultimately, I'm wanting to launch my own brands within the next, you know, couple of years, right? That's like ultimately my goal. And really the program has really given me the confidence that like even just like selecting the product and selecting the niche and like thinking about like, not just like, is this product like a winning product or like a trend or something? It's like, I'm able to justify it with really sound like business fundamentals. And ultimately when I do launch that brand, I'm going to feel like at least like I, I'm going to have to spend, I'm not going to have to hire some marketing agency to media buy for me. Like I'm not going to have to rely on, like I 
kind of ironic because like ultimately I work for actually and I run ads for people. Right. But I think it's really an unwise decision to really like hand off your growth to someone else. Right. Besides me. But, um, <laughs> yeah. um, but like, I think it's like for, if you're working with like an ad agency or something, right. It's you really give up a lot of control of like, are you growing or not? And you just have to have faith in this, this team you've hired. Right. And it's like, I've like one, like a couple of people have came to me and they're just like, they're not big enough for me to like work with them because it just doesn't make sense for like my retainer and time sure. and things like that. Right. Yeah, but like I, I do in like a, I work in like a consulting manner with them, like where I get on like for like an hour every two weeks. Right. And I help them media buy. And I, it's like, I can give them the, like, this is how you run Facebook and, and they can do it themselves. And like, I can, I can, you know, give them the kind of template for Facebook on this is what you do. Right. Because ultimately media buying is not, a it's not something that is going to take up huge amounts of of your day right it's it's like if you're touching it more than a couple of times a week you're doing something wrong and like ultimately even more than once a week sometimes granted on, on how the big the brand is and things like that like ultimately what like takes up a lot of my time on a day-to-day basis is like besides creative and things like that is really kind of measuring incrementality and kind of like i i, I know you're not a big fan of like uh, multi-touch attribution things like that right but it's like kind of reading the data and kind of um, coming up with like hypotheses about like, you know, with reading like North Bean data, I'm looking at like first click, right? Because like, I understand the theory of like why we don't rely on that so, like completely. But right? it's, but it's good information. That, and that gives me, yeah. And, and it gives me insight as far as, okay, you know, Google has, is doing really well on first click. So let me test like an incrementality test in ecosystem romance, right? Let me shift some dollars to Google, see what happens, right? And it's like that, like pulling all these data, this data into Excel sheets, doing like 4PI analysis, doing all all these things that's ultimately what like a media buyer should be doing mm-hmm. in my opinion and like spending hours a day trying to like adjust bid caps or like test different audiences and things and and i think as a brand owner too especially if at like a like under six figures a month right really i don't think media buying should take more than like an hour a week frankly right it's like if throw up pmax throw up a shopping throw up a one campaign and you're set right and there's not kind of managing that incrementality because you know at a small scale it's not as relevant as you know if we're spending hundreds of thousands a month things like that yeah. right so it's like as it's like a brand owner i think it's a no-brainer because what this really teaches you it teaches you just like how to simplify the machine and do less work with better results right because like ultimately you know you're not just trying to, to duck work right it's like but you're, you're trying to get the best results out of the machine you possibly can and what correlates with that is being more hands-off and simplifying it so like if if i was you know a brand owner at you know really of any size but even specifically like i'm doing under six figures a month right it's like this course is going to teach you how to do like media buying it's going to teach you not only like the facebook structure just like how to set this up and you're managing it like hour a week right but it's going to teach you the fundamentals of how these other channels work so that you know when it's time to get into google it's like you understand how you know the incrementality of different channels and how like Facebook's affecting like you understand all these things where it's like you probably wouldn't even have to outsource media buying specifically till you know well into seven figures uh, like in in margin where like your time is is super super you know stretched and things right it's and it's like I think even if you're not managing it right and it's like you do have someone on your team or like even an agency managing it right 
it's, I think it's very important to have an understanding of how the platforms work because like ultimately, like I, I, I work in brands where they don't like understand Facebook at all. And they're not involved whatsoever in like, you know, direct response. Like they're not in that space at all. Right. They're in like, they're pro they're like very product focused. And I've worked in brands where it's like, they have a Facebook background and they like have a, like kind of, they're more of these kind of like serial e-com guys, like launching brands, things like that. Right. And I think like, I get on with them and I, they're like, why are you, why are you doing it this way? Like the, why, or like, what is this golden bear campaign? Like what the hell is this thing? Right. And it's like, I explain it to them and they're like, Oh shit, that makes so much sense. Right. Yeah. And I think it's good to have that understanding of like, ultimately you're in the MBA program and you learn Facebook, right. But as a brand owner, you gain the understanding of like, how do you use these channels to amplify the actual business? And how do you manage these channels with very little time with the maximum results possible? And I think honestly, that is kind of priceless because like, like, I don't, I don't know what you're charging for now. Right. But back, you know, when I joined, it was like the cost of probably like a, a agency's retainer for, you know, a couple months, a month or two or, so, or something in that range, depending on your size. Right. And I'm like, is, you know, paying like most likely that agency is doing a subpar job and getting you worse results than you could just managing it for yourself an hour a week with, and, and with that you gain like a community of all these people who like run their own brands, run their own agencies, like work with all these clients Right. So like really, regardless of the situation you're in, you're going to have value there. And you learn these kind of these topics that really I wouldn't have learned anywhere else. Like, you know, I, I work, you know, with, with this one CFO, we have fractional CFO and he's, he's been like a really good mentor to me and things. Right. But it's like, I had, I had a, a kind of fundamental understanding of, of like the things he was talking about before I came on. Right. It's like, it's like I understood that. And I think, you know, now, nowadays my age isn't, doesn't hold me back at all because like I get on calls and I'm, I'm very like eloquent in the way I explain things. Cause like, I, like I've, I've been in the group for over a year. I've, you know, been in growth in this space. Right. And before that, like, I highly doubt anyone would have taken me seriously or like trusted me with, with, you know, six figure budgets. Right. And it's funny when that I, number next I, to your name goes from like your age to how much revenue you can drive. And people are like, Oh, I don't care yeah. if it's 18 or it's 80. Uh, you, you can manage millions. <laughs> Fantastic. Like that's all that, that's all that yeah. anybody cares about at some point. And like the fact that you can mm. with, with speak so eloquently because you've already been given the lingo, you've been given the explanation, you've been given mm. like the turn, like the keys of the kingdom and a copy and paste, just like turn key solution to be able to talk mm -hmm. to literally anyone like you mentioned nine figure business mm -hmm. own, exits and all these things and nobody's gut checking your credibility because as soon as you start talking yeah. they're like oh oh shit he knows what he's doing and he's better than everybody else and like i love that it makes you so happy yeah i i mean like like, like frankly you know i i came on you know, like a dropshipper, like I made like a couple hundred, like, you know, I spent like a hundred grand on Facebook, made a couple grand. And it was like, oh, he's this young kid doing this thing. And it was like, oh, let's bring him on because you like give him a shot. Right. And then like, ultimately, like I would credit your content specifically, right. For the reason why I went from two to three to four to five ad accounts. And then like from there, right. I like ultimately left them because I could, I had a better opportunity just like working fractionally with other brands. Right. But it's like, 
I got stellar testimonials from like Greta and like Davey Fogarty. Like that has, that has opened so many doors for me. And like really like every client that I work with is just a referral and like a majority are coming from them. Like I work with a lot of Australian companies and things because that's where they, they're located in. And like, frankly, I highly doubt that would have been the case if like, I wouldn't have found this. Right. And like, you know, now I'm talking to like, you know, I got off a call with like a, a partner, at like a venture capital firm. Right. And like, it's mind boggling to me yeah. because a year and a half ago, I was in my bedroom. I was in my, I was like, you know, broke or decently well off for my age. Right. But still, you know, nothing in my name, no credibility at all. Right. And I really credit the stuff I've learned here as is as far as like not only just being able to deliver on the results, right? But I have confidence that, you know, like I'm not scared to take over a brand. Like if I you know, a brand approaches me, I remember I would I'd be like quivering. Like I, I remember this, I actually work with this client still now. Right. But this is like one of the biggest Shopify stores I've ever like had to log into. And I remember like on my mouth, my hand was like shaking because I was so scared. I was going to like, I was going to click like delete all products or something. And yeah, yeah. Them like, hundreds of like I, I was terrified. And like, ultimately it's like, you know, I, I have the confidence that I can know what I'm doing because it's not, you know, I have my own experience. Like I have things that, you know, I do have my own experience now going through these things. Like I've been, I, I you know, I've been working with a, a very large brand for well over a year now, right? So it's like, I do have my own personal experience, but my foundational point was really from what I learned in the MBA program. And, and I came on with them and they're, you know, 30, 40, 50 years old, like, you know, a nine figure CFO, like an international kind of influencer, right? And it's like, I'm actually able to contribute on like the calls we have. Right. And like, granted, like, I'm not, you know, the, the reason for their success and like, they, they probably would have gotten there with or without me. Right. But like, when I do get on these calls, like I'm, I'm very talkative. Like, I'm not just like, you're some 20 year old kid, like sitting in the background, like kind of watching, like flying the wall, watching how it goes out. I'm like, why are we going to do this? They're like, you know, I'll say to my CFO, like, like, I don't think we should do that. I think we should do this instead. Or, or um, like, this is, the, I'm pushing this week because this is ultimately the payoff for game. I'm, I'm able to have these insights. And like, when problems arrive, like, you know, some months we smash it, some months it, we dip. And it's like, well, okay, what is the solution to this? I'm able to really have an understanding of, okay, first I can actually diagnose the issue we have. And then secondly, I can actually come up with like an intelligent solution, right? And, and I can convey this all. And, you know, I actually, quite a fault of mine is I'm very passionate about it. So often I'll go in like rants and I'll, I'll get very like kind of animated or like talk for like way too long. And they're like, oh, this kid shut up already. But, but like, I'm, I'm able to actually like have these, uh, like insights that, that we actually act on and, you know, I'm taken seriously because, you know, I have my own experience, but I also really have learned a ton from the experience of you and the experience of other people in the program. Right. And like when I don't have to learn everything even the hard way, right. Because like other people have done that for me. And like, ultimately like in my life, I think this really has propelled me like, you know, it's probably a decade ahead of where I should be. Or like I should, if I didn't, you know, maybe I would have caught like some lucky winning product or something like that. And then I sure. like, had my little 15 minutes of rest, Right. But you know, I, there's a lot of people, there, there's a lot of young people kind of in this space, you know, I'm, I'm sure they're all over Twitter and things you've seen them. Right. And you know, a lot of them are much more successful, a lot more well off than I am. Right. But ultimately 
like I'm playing this game is, is a long-term game. Like I recognize when I'm 20. Right. And what I see a lot of people who are successful in this space young is that they really lack kind of the fundamental business knowledge, like kind of the experience and like, how do things actually work? Like, how do you actually run a business? How do you actually, what do all these metrics mean? And like, really, I think I'm very valuable in that way because I'm working with 30 and 40 and 50 year olds with experiences that, you know, have been doing this for decades and I'm able to sit in that room and like actually be a valuable asset in that conversation. And, you know, I think like ultimately, you know, that this program has allowed me to do that. And it's, it's really taught me the things I don't know. Right. And, and from that point, I'm able to kind of find resources for those things externally, right. And in the program themselves, but I would like heavily say that, you know, I would not be anywhere near where I was today, but, you know, not only for the, the program, but also just like the sheer amount of free value you give out you know, in YouTube and things. And, 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 you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, a big fan of kind of people who pump out of like courses and things like that. Like I've always back just, you know, I remember when I was 15 and I was buying these things and stuff like, it's always just given me a bad taste in my mouth because I'm like, if you actually knew what you're doing, then why aren't, why isn't that how you're making your money? Right. But ultimately like the sheer amount of free value you gave away for free completely changed like my life and my situation where I knew that like, if I, like I had, like, I remember I would like rant to my parents about you even I'm like, this Charlie guy is just like, so smart. Like I'm learning everything from this guy. And I like, I remember getting on the sales call and I had no, I, I had no doubt in my mind that like this program is going to be worth its weight in gold. And, you know, a year later, it is still the best investment I've ever made. I love it. I think let's end there, dude. I feel like there's no way I could possibly top that. That was amazing. That was phenomenal. I, I don't even know what I could ask. I think you covered everything. I just, I want to say, first off, just like, I really appreciate it. And it's been great to see you grow. And like, I love to hear more of these success stories. And just like, it's so amazing to see how this stuff impacts people and I'm hoping that there's other folks that are in your situation, whether they're 18 in their parent in their like childhood bedroom, throwing half their life savings at something to see if it'll work, or they're 50, like I want to start over, right? Or whatever it looks like. Because I'll say this: I feel like there's three things I hear over and over and over. One that like the ROI was fast and overwhelming, and two like the joy that people have from just the freedom that they now have from it. And mm -hmm. I think the third thing that I'm here that I hear from everybody is just that it's so different and so much more than anything else mm -hmm. they could find. And like the biggest endorsement I hear from that is I can't find the same level of this for anything else. It's not like, oh, there's another mm -hmm. Facebook thing. It's like, this doesn't exist for email creative Google, like none of it. Mm -hmm. and, and like that to me is like, that is 
the most ringing endorsement possible because look, man, I want this for email. I would love to have this for Google. Like I'll take that yeah. class. You know, I, just, I've I can't for find it. it. Trust me. I've looked for it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like uh, I, it, I've been asked that question now for two and a half years and I don't have an answer. I know. And you know, kind of, that's what I was saying about, you know, typically kind of courses and things like that. Give me kind of that sour taste. Right. And it's like, cause you typically it's, it's like you get on there and it's so surface level and like, you know, you, you learn something out of it, but it's like, you still have a million different questions. Right. But with this, like it quite literally answered every single possible question you could possibly have about having to run Facebook. And like, like you said, I can't find that anywhere else. You know, like there are, there's courses out there for, for this and that. Right. But it's always, they always leave something out or there's always, it's always kind of this like theory on like, Oh, you need these, these flows and you should be doing dynamic across like things like that. Right. But like this program is literally like, you know, it's not for a beginner who's never, you know, been in digital marketing before. Right. Yeah. Um, but to, like, so to take you from, you know, if you're on the one yard line, I'd say you probably need to be at least, you know, a 50 yard line. Right. And, and even your YouTube videos are more advanced for someone at, you know, step one. Right. But it's like, like I've taught myself everything I've ever known through Facebook and th or through YouTube um, originally. Right. That's how I did everything. You can so easily get to that, you know, 50 yard line oh, yeah. with so much free content people put out. Right. But this is ultimately what takes you from 50 to that 100 yard line. And really, I have no doubt in my mind about anything that happens on Facebook anymore. I always have the answer to it. And like that, that, like I remember kind of you asking me, like, you know, I remember when on our first call, it was like, well, why are you really wanting to enroll in this? Right. Like, what are you looking to get out of it? And, you know, ultimately, I wanted to master the platform. I like, I wanted to learn, you know, how to do other things. But, you know, this is ultimately, where my expertise was and, and what drives the most amount of e-com businesses forward is, is Facebook. Right. So ultimately I wanted the confidence that, you know, I knew what I was doing and I knew that it was the correct way to do things. And I think that's what you learn here. And I think, you know, I see through so much bullshit now on the internet and like, like, quite frankly, it, you know, I'll, I'll look at people, you know, much older than me, much more successful than me. But, you know, I know how Facebook works. I know how the platform works. And I'm like, okay, well, yes, they're very intelligent and very successful, right? But they're doing this wrong. And, yeah. and it, like, I, I can stand on my own two feet at 20 years old and know with confidence that they're doing it wrong. And I know why. And ultimately now I have the confidence that in every situation, like I'm doing the right thing. And that's what I originally wanted. And that's what, you know, I, I have. I love it. That's you. And, and that, that's why I ask that is like, I want to know why people are coming in because also like, if it's not right for you, like I'll tell you, or like, like it is not, there's, there's a reason why there's not a buy now button to join. Mm -hmm. Right. Like you had to hop on a call. Like it was like yeah. an interview, like, like, you had an to, like get the yeah. job. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I don't mean that in like, it's it's something to be scared of. It's just that like, there is a vibe check at the door, right? Like mm -hmm. this is not for folks that this isn't right for. And I think you said so much here, but what meant the most to me was just the like, I have the confidence to know exactly what I need to do. And I can step into any account and I can make it work. And I can talk to anybody about any of it. And 
and it taught me everything mm-hmm. I need to know. And the most valuable part is it also taught me what to do next. And mm-hmm. that's, in my opinion, you know, that's what gets me out of bed in the morning, right? That's what puts my head on. I put my head on the pillow at night with a smile on my face because like we've never met. And like our lives are both better because yeah. of like this working. Like it's just a beautiful thing, man. And and I love it. I, I appreciate your time. I want to respect it and just say thanks a lot, dude. And um, you know, uh, I'll, I'll reach out to you on, on something else about like maybe there's a way where we can do something more together if it, if it's a possibility and something you're interested in and something that would work. But mm-hmm. I, yeah. it's, it's just exciting, dude. And, and thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's. I remember our first calls and you're like a completely different person in how you (laughs) think about stuff, how you talk about stuff. And the confidence is undeniable and that's backed Mm -hmm. up by the results. And if you have that, doesn't matter what anybody else says because you got it Mm -hmm. and you can do it for yourself anywhere, any day, anytime. And Mm -hmm. that independence is priceless. Well, I mean, I guess there's like a tuition, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like that... (laughs) It's worth, like you said, it's worth its weight in gold. And Mm -hmm. I love it, man. Thank you very much, dude. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you later. No, man. Yeah. I mean, thank you. Like, like really, you know, you have probably had probably just as as big of an impact on like my success and where I'm at now as even the, you know, the people I'm working with on like a daily basis have. So like really, you know, I like, you know, I'm eternally grateful for you uh, for, you know, what you've taught and, you know, not even just professionally, but you know, even personally, like you could probably imagine talking to these people and, and everything before I really had this confidence it was very, very difficult, you know, personally too. you know, like I used to get crazy anxiety attacks and things like that. And that's like, I get on calls with some pretty ridiculous people and I feel nothing now. Like I, I can hold my own. So I'm, you know, eternally grateful for that. Like ultimately that, that has the biggest impact on like my kind of personal life. Like that's probably the biggest change that, that has happened to me. And, you know, I think what you're doing is so great and you're really giving out like no bullshit information you can't find anywhere else. And I am forever grateful and forever very thankful that, you know, I did take the shot and took the risk and hopped in. I love it, man. Well, thank you so much, dude. I'll talk to you later, man. It's dinner time. Enjoy yourself. Yep. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much, man. I'll see you later. Yep, of course. Yep, have a good one. Bye, Bye. Zoe.